Welcome back to the Broncos Avenue podcast. It's your host, Amir, with my co-host Jordan and a very special guest in today's episode with a writer from Predominantly Orange. We have uh, Jordan Lopez on today, Broncos writer uh, here from Predominantly Orange, to talk about all the latest on the Broncos head coach search, all the latest news and rumors as we go ahead and move as this thing kind of drags into this week as we're recording this on uh, Monday, the January 30th. Uh, we kind of expected to get a higher this last week, but it's kind of playing out a little bit longer than we expected only one domino so far has fallen with uh frank reich to the carolina panthers but we're going to go ahead and voice all of our opinions on the broncos head coach search today give you guys all the latest that we're hearing and what we think about it but without further ado uh jordan how, how are you doing today man everything's going well uh you know hopefully we have a head coach soon but uh with yeah. how things are playing out you know we never know you never know yeah, exactly. So obviously we got um, some news. Uh, we didn't cover it on our last episode because it came out um, actually yesterday morning that the Broncos, uh, we got we got the news from Ian Rapport that the Broncos are going to go ahead and move with uh, with uh, going forward into their head coach search without Ezero Evero, Jim Caldwell, Raheem Morris, and David Shaw receiving any other consideration, which is interesting. You never know. They could still be in talks. Um, we kind of hear this and that, and it ends up being the opposite way. So you really never know, but we're hearing it from Ian Rapport himself that the Broncos are not going to be including them in the head coach search going forward. That also includes Jerry Rosberg as well. So right now it kind of seems like it's between Sean Payton, um, D'Amico Ryans, and also Jim Harbaugh. We want to kind of go ahead and talk about Jim Harbaugh as well. Really, really interesting. He could still be in play for this job. Um, Jordan, what are you kind of hearing about Jim Harbaugh? What is your opinion? Um, I, I think he's more of a likely uh, landing, you know, more likely to land here um, than people may think. But what, what do you kind of think about Jim Harbaugh right now in the state of, you know, coming to the Broncos? So with Jim Harbaugh, I've always thought, you know, at least in my opinion, that he was always a top target, especially, you know, with Greg Penner running the search. Um, yeah. Just the way he was describing uh, who he wanted as a head coach and the description he was really putting in his presser. Um, it always felt to me that Jim Harbaugh was going to gonna be the guy, their top target. And, you know, as soon as, like, the news started rolling out little by little, um, maybe it wasn't Harbaugh. Maybe they were shifting towards Peyton. Maybe they were shifting towards D'Amico Ryans at one point. But then today we got a little snippet from uh, Adam Schefter on the McAfee show. And... Uh, just to me, I mean, what was being said in that clip and stuff like that, I mm -hmm. might be going back to Jim Harbaugh a little bit, especially with uh, the ties Adam Schefter has with, uh, you know, his Michigan people, especially Harbaugh. And uh, I just find it interesting that uh, when Schefter reported that uh, the Broncos met with Harbaugh the second time, he was the only mm -hmm. reporter to mention that. Uh, you know, Tom Pelissero didn't mention it. Rapshi didn't mention it. Garofalo, no, it was just it was just uh, Adam Schefter. So, mm -hmm. in terms of Harbaugh, if we hear something with Denver and Harbaugh, it's probably going to be from Schefter, and especially with the clip we heard today, it might be leaning towards Harbaugh again, especially if he's leaving the door open. That is a that's a really really good point, and the fact that he could be just tired directly towards Jim Harbaugh, knowing the situation specifically there is interesting enough. Um, I want to go ahead and play the clip on there for all the people that haven't heard that clip yet. Um, you know, here on the podcast, uh, here's the clip of Adam Schefter on the Pat McAfee show. Money, yeah, I, I thought that this team, um, from the outset, would be ultra ultra aggressive and take big swings. And let's look at all the people that they spoke. They spoke to Sean Payton. They spoke to Jim Harbaugh. What? 
Uh, Numerous Demico, times. Hey, they just reached out to him again, right? That's what I heard. They, 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 they met with him again last week, again, uh, in Ann Arbor on Monday. Oh. And so... Uh-oh, uh, Michigan, uh-oh! <laughs> well, it, 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 the facts are the facts. They met again, and I think not, no deal materialized, and both sides went their own way. Okay? But I, they hadn't met in person. They just did a virtual call the first time, and so they wanted to meet in person, see what it was about, and for whatever reason, they decided not to get it done. And so I think Denver's shown that it's willing to swing big. I think it will continue to try to swing big, whoever that is. Um, we'll see what they're going to do, Pat. No, you it have an be- answer. It's right there. I saw wow. it. It was sitting in your mouth. It was sitting right there in your mouth. Who? You think Sean's coaching next year or no? You know, I'll tell you one thing. If, if the Colts can bring in Jeff Saturday. to be. Why can't the Broncos bring in Pat McAfee to coach all right. up? All right, Chef, we idea. appreciate you, man. We can't thank you enough. Thank you for joining us. Have an incredible Monday. You're the man. Yeah, so that's uh, really interesting. He had actually, towards the end of the clip, he literally smiles like he knows something. Very interesting. You could tell just from his body language there at the end. And I thought it was really interesting how the at the end, Pat McAfee show, or uh, excuse me, Pat McAfee, um, he's like, yeah, uh, is Sean Payton, do you know if Sean Payton's going to be recur- returning to uh, NFL coaching? And he kind of just brushes it off and says, you know what? If uh, if the Colts are really considering Jeff Saturday for their uh, head coaching position, maybe the Broncos should consider Pat McAfee for their head coaching spot. So he completely brushes it off. He kept saying that the Broncos were going to – he kept reiterating that the Broncos are striking big, striking aggressive, and he's not really keeping that off the table. I think that's really interesting. And um, before I get uh, – go ahead, let me uh, – my uh, co-host Jordan here talk, uh, you know, give his opinion on this. But I think it's really interesting that Jim Harbaugh, out of all these candidates, is the only guy to get the second interview. I, I, I think it's really interesting that that was kept secret for an entire week and that that's, this was kept private. And we just now found out about it the other day. And it's just really it's just really interesting because no other candidate's got a second interview. And Jim Harbaugh, you know, literally voices his, uh, his um, commitment to Michigan. And now, apparently, he still has some interest. The door remains open for the possibility of him, uh, you know, going to Denver. Yeah, um, what I got to really say about it is, you know, I think that the Broncos and Jim Harbaugh, it it, it really might happen. And I, I thought it was going to be Sean Payton for a while. Then I was just kind of in the middle. I don't know what was going on. But I will say this, for them to have a second interview with him after he, you know, he, you know after he kind of said, you know, I'm going back to Michigan, it's kind of weird. And I think the Broncos mm-hmm. are – kind of giving him an offer he can't really refuse, which is probably something that, you know, why he's listening to the Broncos. But, Jordan, I have a question for you. Um, who would you say right now is the coach that you will want, you know, in Denver? So my top target always, you know, and in my opinion has been swayed multiple times, but I've always been locked in on Jim Harville. Uh I've always – you know, I actually recently wrote for Predominant Orange uh, how I believe the Denver Broncos need a CEO-style head coach. Yes. Yeah, Not really focusing on the offensive side or defense side, just mainly a CEO style head coach. And I think Jim Harbaugh is the perfect guy that fits that description. And Greg Penner even des- uh, described it perfectly in, in his presser. That's why I thought that Harbaugh was always going to be the guy. And, you know, hopefully things do come to fruition and Harbaugh does come to Denver, but he's always been my top target. Okay. Yeah. I, I love that. That's um, it's a good question there. And, 
Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton, obviously. I want to get your opinion on this with Sean Payton. So, obviously, we got we saw the clip from uh, the Pat McAfee show. Um, but there's also yesterday, uh, uh, you know, Sean Payton made an appearance uh, on Fox as, you know, working there this year. And he uh, he, he kind of just said, you know, when uh, Peter Schrager asked him, you know, what what is your kind of, you know, are you closing the door on, um, you know, returning to coaching and coming back to Fox? Um, and he just said, he was like, no, 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 no. Um, there's a handful of things that are still taking place for these coaches and myself. What do you think those things that are happening right now that are kind of impacting this thing with Sean Payne to come back to coaching potentially, or just making his decision on coming back to Fox? What are these factors that are making this thing play out so long? So I think, you know, a couple of factors do play into it. Um, I mean, first things first, uh, everyone thinking that his tie was a Cardinal red. I mean, couldn't be more loyal. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, it was orange, but neither here or there. But um, I think some of those factors uh, do, you know, come to play, especially with the trade compensation. Uh, I think last week was, you know, a little, you know, a little mute on Sean Payton to Denver. We really didn't hear it mm-hmm. much last week. And maybe that was because, you know, maybe the two sides are, are discussing uh, compensation for both. Um, and maybe some of the reports that came out saying, oh, maybe Denver is focusing on D'Amico Ryans. Maybe they're trying to drive down that price for Sean Payton for trade uh, and draft capital. But um, I think Sean, you know, is obviously right when he says, you know, things are going to play out in the next few days. Um, but I think that's one of the main things is the, the compensation and maybe either the Broncos or the Cardinals trying to, bring down that uh that price for Sean Payton even though I do think that uh the Cardinals interviewing Lou Anarumo and I think Mm -hmm. they scheduled for Brian Callahan if I'm not mistaken uh them requesting interviews for for those two think tells a lot with uh Sean Payton and the Cardinals Mm -hmm. um yeah I just want to kind of ask here because um I said um like few few pods ago that um the trade that I thought for Sean Payton would be kind of you know I said a first round pick probably a third round pick and a few other mid to late rounds, you know, if we want to get a, you know, Sean Payton, what do you think the trade would be like? Well, I think you for sure going to include a, a first round pick. I think that's always, I think everyone agrees on that. Um, the first round pick, I've seen some different opinions on it. Um, I do believe it will be the first round pick for this year. I don't think they would do 2024. Um, so I think I probably, you know, agree with you it'll probably be this year's first round pick which i think we got the 28th or the 29th and then maybe a third and fourth round pick somewhere between that um but i don't think having you know three or four draft picks are gonna really gonna sway the saints to take i think it would just be the first rounder maybe a third rounder and that's it yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting because we see these reports coming out. Um, Dov Kleeman, uh, obviously, he's kind of his reporting's a little, you know, I, I'm not going <laughs> to speak on that too much, but he's saying that there's going to be it's going to take two firsts um, for Sean Payton. Obviously, I think I think I think that's where the price is going to start at because why would you not start at a high asking price? And they're probably going to have yeah. to meet at like somewhere in the middle grounds. Um, I don't think that's initially what's going to have to take here. But if it were the case, and I know you you speak you know a high more highly on Jim Harbaugh, but what is like the most you would give up for Sean Payton before you're like, man, I got I got to cut it here and just move to the next candidate? I mean, that's a that's a t- tough question because uh, if we look back on history, trading mm-hmm. for head coaches, you know, really haven't you know gone in a bad way. So 
But for Champagne, I guess that would drive me out of the price range. I mean, probably the two first round picks and more, um, especially because how much draft capital we had to give up for Russ, even though we acquired some back. And I know that's not, you know, the narrative the national media wants to drive. But um, I think losing, you know, two first round picks and more would would kind of, you know, hurt the Broncos yeah. in, in, in a way. Okay. What do you what do you think about uh, people asking if uh, they should if uh, Arizona? I know they seem like they're a little out on Champagne, but I see some people saying that they maybe should trade their third overall pick for Champagne, which is a little crazy. And some people are saying, you know, coaching is so important, you really shouldn't push this. You really uh, you really should consider this. What what do you think about that? The third overall pick for uh, yeah. for a head coach. I mean, that's that's a. Uh... That's something, but I mean, I, I don't think the Cardinals would do that. I think I'll always, in my opinion, I always think the, the Cardinals have been locked in on Brian Flores. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the third overall pick, if the Saints can somehow get the third overall pick, I mean, kudos to them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not glad. That, that's the first time I ever heard uh, that the Cardinals were really locked in on Brian Flores. You know, if you could kind of tell us about that a little bit more. I kind of want to hear about that. So, yeah, I, I listened to uh, Michael Lombardi. He's uh, the host of the GM Shuffle. He's a former executive and stuff like that. And he, he has such a great mind, and he's a, an author of two books, he, for football-related, and he's awesome. And uh, he said he's been hearing some stuff with Brian Flores and uh, how he's he met already with the Cardinals. And, you know, he's actually a, you know, a great leader and head coach, and especially on what they're, they're going to focus on in the offseason. You know, they want a tough-minded head coach, that, you know, that doesn't – you know, take any BS. <laughs> and uh, I think Brian Flores describing the way, you know, he's been as a head coach. I think he fits that model pretty well. And coming from Michael Lombardi, I think that has, you know, some, some say in it. Okay. Yeah. Going back to Sean Payne a little bit, he said on Fox as well, that um, we're going to know a lot more this week. Um, this week's going to be very telling for all the candidates. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's just really interesting. I, I'm still standing on what I've said for uh, feels like two weeks now that I still think Sean Payne's going to be the guy in Denver. I'm not going to sh- go away from it, but um, if you kind of, uh, that's where it kind of leads me to ask you if you had to just absolutely put mo- all your money on the table right now. And I know that's a big thing asking because right now everything's so up in the air, but if you had to, you know, bet some money, where would you uh, kind of put your money at with who's going to be uh, the next Broncos head coach? So I do think that the the, the top two targets are going to be Champagne and Jim Harbaugh. Um, if I were to put my money on it, I mean, it is pretty tough. It is pretty yeah. tough, especially with the, the reports coming out and stuff. I would say I would put my money on Jim Harbaugh, even though it's a little, you know, maybe, you know, out of this world that yeah. I say that. But I would say if we, you know, dive into the TVs here, Adam Schefter has ties with Michigan, and he also does have ties with Condoleezza Rice, who he was also mm-hmm. the first one to break the news when she interviewed for the head coaching job back in 2017 with the Browns. He was the first one to break that news. So he does kind of have connections with her. Uh, it looks like he has a connection with Greg Penner um, and then obviously with Jim Harbaugh. And, and the way it was worded in, uh, I think it was Tom Pelissero's report on how if Harbaugh were to come back to the NFL, the only job he would want is the Denver job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's kind of that's choice words to say, uh, to say the least about Harbaugh and going back to the NFL, even though he has said he's going, you know, he's staying in Michigan. So I just think with all those factors in, I think they are making a hard push for Harbaugh. 
uh, I think it does come into fruition, especially that uh, Penner did go to Ann Arbor for that second interview. I think that mm-hmm. speaks a lot. And even though any no deals were material, uh, materialized, I do feel like, you know, they would come to an agreement soon. And, uh, you know, hopefully, I, in my sake, since he's my top target, he's the next head coach for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, yeah so- and I saw – or I was, I was just going to say real fast that Albright, he said they're going to make a third run at him again. So I'm really excited about that. Make, just put him – just tell him, say a number, and you'll, you'll receive. So let's, yes. let's get this thing locked in. Yeah, so that that's what I was gonna ask you. Um, you you said they haven't spoken about any terms or, or anything like that. But um, if if a deal was to get done with Harbaugh, what would you think it would look like? Well, I, I do think the deal would ha- would be a, a lengthy a lengthy deal in terms of the years he would be at because uh you know we've been on our third head coach and such a short amount of time. I think mm-hmm. the Harbaugh or any head coach coming into Denver would want, you know, some long-term, you know, um, I don't know the word, but some long-term stability, uh, I guess mm-hmm. you say, in Denver. Um, in terms of the money, I mean, that, that's up to Penner and Wallen. I mean, they that $30, $20 million to them is nothing. So, uh, but in terms of the, of the length of the contract, it would have to be maybe like a six-year contract or something like that, somewhere around that range. Just because you know the history that's been happening with Denver coaches in the, pa- the past few years. Okay. Yeah, I just I hope we don't get disappointed this week because it really feels like Mike Cliss, He says something's going to happen sooner rather than later. Those are his words. Um, now we see Adam Schefter t- in the on Pat McAfee show this morning, kind of giving a little smirk that something big is going to happen soon. I mean, he just he's not just smiling like that for no reason at the end there. Something's gonna happen there. He knows it, and I think you bring up a really, really good point. He has ties to the, you know, Har- Harbaugh, Condoleezza Rice. Maybe he knows about something happening, you know, here. If Harbaugh was so committed to Michigan, like why is he still talking to Greg Penner and you know the Broncos brass? It's it's really interesting. I really, um, you know, I love Sean Payne, but I love Jim Harbaugh as well. Let's get one of these guys, you know, to be the head coach of the Broncos long term this week. Uh, we're we're really waiting on it. Um, so I want to kind of ask you. What do you think about this whole process? Because um, obviously lots of a big amount of, you know, stress over the last few weeks amongst Broncos country, not even just Broncos country, but the whole media and everybody. You see this report, this leak and that, and you don't really know which way to go. You just kind of have to stick to your store, source and, you know, kind of ride it out. But what do you think about this overall process with the ownership and how Greg Penner is taking, you know, the keys to the car and kind of um, leading this head coach search? How do you think the process has played out? Um, do you think they should have done anything differently? Um, I know we're going to talk about it in a second with all the secret candidates, apparently that have came out, but how do you think about this overall process and how it's played out uh, till today? I mean, the process has been a uh, grueling for fans mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, reporters but, um, you know, I, they, they have their own model on how they want to, you know, run things, uh, the interview process and stuff like that. Um, I mean, we could take an example last year. I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, they took their, their time in their head coaching search and they got Doug Peterson, who looks to be, you know, a very good coach. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think the more and more this thing drags out, you know, of course, fans are going to be impatient and they want a head coach right now and stuff like that. But I rather the the ownership group do you know all their homework on each and every candidate, even if they have to expand the head coaching search. Right. So let's say you know Peyton or Harbaugh does not come to fruition at all. 
I think interviewing someone like Brian Callahan, the offense coordinator for the Bengals, would be you know beneficial, especially with uh, his ties with Peyton Manning when he was a quarterbacks coach mm-hmm. here in Denver and uh, and stuff like that. Uh, even if it's expanding the search, I wouldn't mind it. But um, I do think we get you know some answers soon, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, I know fans are you know somewhat disappointed that we don't have a coach yet, and that Carolina was the first domino to fall. But uh, I think at the end, I think uh, Greg Penner is going to have to live up to his uh, his promise and saying uh, we're going to get a big swing higher. And I think I think ultimately he gets it done. Um. Yeah. Last question I kind of want to ask you. Um, say like you see how like a lot of the Broncos guys like Clint Kubiak and Justin Allen, a lot of those guys are getting interviews, you know, in other places like that. If we do bring in a guy like Sean Payne or Jim Harbaugh, who could you kind of see filling that role um, for, you know, for those guys? You, you mean like in terms of like who's going to be on their staff? Yeah. Like, yeah. Who's going to be on their staff? So for Sean Payton, I know there's been some ties with uh, his office coordinator might being Joe Lombardi, the former OC for the Chargers. Um, for I may, Sean Payton can keep uh, Evro, especially since his two coordinators were Mike Zimmer and Fangio that he was linked to. And it looks like Mike Zimmer's in uh, Colorado with uh, Dion, yeah. and uh, Fangio accepted or maybe not accepted the Dolphins yeah. offer, especially with what's been reported now. But but in terms of Jim Harbaugh, um, that's such a good question. I, I haven't really dug into what his staff might look like. Um, I know his former offensive coordinator, uh, Josh Gaddis, just got let go in uh, at the University of Miami, uh, OC. And, you know, I am a UM football fan, so I would know this. So I, I don't know if he would, you know, bring him to wherever he would go, if he would come to Denver, or maybe he looks somewhere else, uh, maybe like a Greg Roman, even though I have some issues there with, you know, how yeah. Greg Roman runs his offense. Um, but, yeah, well, Harbo, it would be interesting. I think in terms of Evro, though, I think – the ownership group, if Evro weren't to take a head coaching job elsewhere, I think the ownership group were to persuade either Harbaugh or Peyton to keep Evro, especially because he's such a talented coordinator. And I think sometimes the best case scenario for head coaches, you don't always want to bring your buddies, you know, to wherever you're going. You want to work with good coaches, even if you don't have a previous connection with them. Like, for example, Brian Dayball, he could have brought all of his friends on the New York Giants staff but, you know, he went out of his way to build a connection with Wick Martindale, with Mike Kafka, and look how that worked out. So mm-hmm. um, I do think Evro might stay on the staff uh, if Payne or Harbaugh were the coach. But hopefully we'll get some details soon if uh, things start leaking out. Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of due for that pretty soon. Um, I, I hope a bunch of dominoes are falling this week. And speaking of, I know you talked about uh, Brian Callahan. You also mentioned Mike Kafka um, yesterday. Obviously, um, big championship Sunday. By the way, um, obviously, lots of controversy over that uh, last matchup between the Bengals and Chiefs. Unfortunately, Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl um, again, but they're going against uh, Jalen Hurts um, this time around. But Jonathan Gannon, D.C. for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, he obviously was getting a little bit of buzz and rumors that he would be the top candidate for the Broncos. Now he, uh, we saw him go on the Fox uh, kind of in his interview after the win, kind of say that, you know, Philly wants me to stay here. I'm staying here. 
Um, obviously, we've seen plenty of stuff in the past. Nick Saban saying he's not going to Bama, and he ends up going to Bama and having a great, phenomenal career there. Um, we've seen this plenty of times, and that kind of, you know, that's another argument with me saying that Jim Harbaugh is still a very real possibility in Denver. But Jonathan Gannon, Mike Kafka, Brian Callahan, out of those guys who are kind of, those are kind of really like the secret candidates right now. I'm still not sure if I really believe that the, um, those guys are really being talked to and potentially interviewed here. But um, if we're going to expand our head coach search, like you mentioned, which of those three guys would you prefer for the Broncos to have high on their list? Out of those three guys, I'm really locked in on Brian Callahan. Uh, I've done, you know, some research on my own and, you know, dug into what, you know, he's all about. Um, I just think, with the previous ties he's had, you know, with Denver. Um, mm-hmm. I know I've seen, I think I saw a report from uh, one of the, you know, Twitter guys I actually talked to a lot uh, that his girlfriend was a Denver Broncos cheerleader as well. So, you know, he does have Denver ties. Um, and just with, you know, Peyton Manning giving him that, uh, that word of advice to, uh, I think it was the NFL network at the time saying that he sees Brian Callahan as a future head coach one day, you know, I think that, you know, speaks volume, especially coming from Peyton Manning. Um, so I'm really locked in on him. He's had, you know, a lot of quarterback su- success, you know, especially with Manning and now with Burrow and with others. Um, so I'm really keyed in on Brian Callahan. I think he's the the guy that actually makes a run in, in Cincinnati. You know, I've had my – I have my uh, my thoughts on Zach Taylor a bit, but uh, I think Brian Callahan's the the real one driving the force uh, behind Burrow and, and his success behind that. I just I just want to ask real fast. There's a lot of fans right now that are saying, "Don't go the first time head coach route again." It never works, which is completely false. But um, lots of fans are scared because not only does Zach Taylor call the plays in Cincinnati and Brian Callahan doesn't, but they're saying you know going the first round, the first time head coach, uh, you know, really reminds them of Hackett last year who didn't call the plays and hadn't been a, a you know a head coach before. Um, so what do you kind of have to say to the fans in that sense, like to kind of give them hope if the Broncos do end up highly considering Brian Callahan? No, I mean, and it's completely understandable. I mean, I have, you know, a writer that on, on predominantly orange that he does not want a first time head coach whatsoever. And, uh, you know, you kind of have to, you know, understand their point of view. I mean, especially with yeah. what we just seen with Hackett. Um, I would say though, from Brian Callahan's perspective, uh, Things that were being run, you know, in Cincy, there's a lot more reports about, you know, Callahan and his leadership, and he's been rumored to be a head coach now for, you know, quite some time. Mm-hmm. With Nathaniel Hackett, it was kind of, you know, that one year, which was last year, of him being like a head coach, and then now you see all these reporters pushing him to be, oh, he's like going to be the next big thing and, and all that. We've been hearing that a lot from about Brian Callahan for a while now. So I think there's that. I think the pay many thing does speak volume, especially because, you know, he does have a relationship with this ownership group. I think he has given, you know, his advice uh, with the ownership group as well. Um, so I think, you know, it's a bit different with Callahan compared to Hackett. Um, so I do think there's a thing there, but I totally understand if people don't want a, a first time head coach again, even though I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I would understand. I would. I would say with Jonathan Gannon, uh, there is a, a a connection that I actually found out last night. Um, George Payne's wife and Jonathan Gannon's wife, uh, they do have a, a, a relationship with each other, and uh, makes a lot they, of sense. Yeah, they seem to uh, you know be real good friends. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if we were to expand the search, 
that uh, Jonathan Gannon is uh, the top candidate. Yeah, I mean, I would have to agree with pretty much everything uh, you just said. Yeah, I would say that um, out of those three guys that you named me, Brian Callahan will probably would be my ideal choice out of those three. I mean, you took the words of my mouth, worked with guys like Peyton Manning and Joe Burrow and all those guys. He has most of the experience, you know, working with a you know top-level quarterback, which, which I think we need because we have a Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, I, I would say – the first-year head coach thing, I think the only guy I would take as a first-year head coach would be D'Amico Ryans, but if we did expand the search and we had to, then I would say Brian Callahan would probably be at the top of my list. I mean, just because, I mean, Peyton Manning said good things about him, like you said, and I mean, I've been hearing nothing but good things about Brian Callahan. I feel like every time I hear his name come up, it's nothing but good things about him. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't mind it in Denver, honestly. Yeah, we had Peyton Manning right after he uh, won Super Bowl 50 saying he specifically brought up Brian Callahan in an interview saying this guy's going to be uh, a good OC and eventually a good head coach for a long time. Um, and I know uh, Jordan just brought up D'Amico Ryans. So, yeah, speaking of first-time head coaches, uh, we're hearing that uh, from Ian Rappaport that he is highly expected to become the next head coach of the Houston Texans this week. He's expected to meet with the um, Texans actually today um, to have an in-person interview, a second interview with them. Um, so it's expected to be a done deal, barring any unforeseen circumstances, according to Aaron Wilson. So D'Amico Ryans, um, obviously, it really looks like a done deal to uh, to Houston. But I saw you wrote a piece for a predominantly orange about him uh, and his uh, potentially uh, staff, uh, you know, a few days ago um, of him potentially building a staff here in Denver. What do you would, uh, like it um, would like it to look like? I know you mentioned Brian Grease and others and potentially Mike Shanahan as a consultant uh, for the team. I, I would have loved that. Um, I would have loved that, uh, you know, staff here. But it certainly looks like it's not happening. Um but yeah, I thought that was a really good point you brought up there. But is there any in your mind? Is there any sliver of hope for all the D'Amico Ryan's enthusiasts out there in Broncos country for him to potentially come here? I mean, and I'm one of those guys. I would have loved D'Amico Ryan's, and I think you know, sure. I would say never say never. But you know, it is the Houston Texans that we are talking about. Uh, you know, he did have that. You know, I, I think it was like a he sued them at one point for mm-hmm. for something. So you never know how that second meeting is going to go, but it does look like he is going to be the next head coach. Um, but, yeah, no, I would have loved D'Amico Ryans. You know, he kind of embodies, uh, you know, a CEO-style head coach, which is what I focus on a lot. And uh, I feel like he could be like a like a Mike Tomlin, uh, Mike Vrabel-type mm-hmm. coach, which is, you know, the, I think the best coaches in the league. So it's sad to see that uh, the Texans are might land him, but uh, – Hopefully something happens in that meeting and uh, <laughs> uh, the Broncos can somehow uh, stay in the running room. Um, so the other day, Albright um, reported that the three mystery head coaches with the Broncos, I think he said it was Brian Callahan. Um, I can't remember the other one who he said, but I know one of the names he said was Mike Shanahan. Possibly the Broncos could have been talking to him about coming back to be the head coach. What's your opinion on that? You know, like, could that be something that could happen? And if it did, like, how would you feel about it? I mean, I was actually just talking about this on, on uh, the chat on Predominantly Orange. Uh, we were just talking about Mike Shanahan. I mean, I don't know if, if those are true or not. I mean, I don't know how much it could. I mean, if the Broncos were to go to Mike Shanahan, I mean, they were looking at Jim Caldwell, and they did interview Jim Caldwell. He's 68 years old, and Mike Shanahan's 70. So it's a two-year difference. So it's not like it's like out of the realm. But it would be pretty crazy to see uh, Mike Shanahan back in. Yeah. Back in Denver, 
it would be pretty awesome to be honest. Yeah, I saw a report. I can't remember who it was, but they're saying that Mike Shannon's not really interested in returning to coaching at this time. So it would definitely be crazy to just see him come out of nowhere yes. and just be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and lead Russell Wilson to a Super Bowl. But um, yeah, not not really the best fit there. But I mean, you never, you never know. Like you said, you never know. So um, yeah, we talked about D'Amico Ryan, Sean Payne, Jim Harbaugh, um, all the secret candidates um, that are apparently under the radar at the moment. Um, so Obviously, very rough season. Broncos looking for the right head coach this time around. Um, anything uh, anything else we want to go ahead and add in here uh, before we uh, go ahead and close this off? I just hope that, you know, we hear some uh, some breaking news soon, whether it's, you know, right after, you know, we end this or later the week. Um, I do hope that uh, either Harbaugh or Payton you know, becomes the next head coach in Denver. Um, if it's not, I do believe that they have to expand the search. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable with the, the candidates they uh, they interviewed, especially with, we already heard that, you know, Shaw and all those mm-hmm. candidates are out. Um, if we were to expand the search, I've, I've said uh, multiple times, I'm keyed in on Brian Callahan. I wouldn't be opposed to Lou Anarumo. Um, I've, I've always heard great things about him and I think his defense is since he has been, has been good, but, um, if we expand the search, which hopefully we don't, but if we do, uh, I like Brian Callahan as the next head coach. What do you, what do you think about Mike Kafka? Cause out of the guys that we mentioned in Gannon, um, Callahan and, uh, Kafka, that's actually my, uh, you know, preference. Yeah. So Mike Kafka, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. You know, another offensive mind, you know, a head coach. Um, the thing is, I, I wouldn't know who he would bring on his staff, uh, per se. Um, I do know that he's been getting, uh, glaring reviews about him, uh, you know, wherever he was at, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the Giants this past year and what he did with, you know, Daniel Jones and that, that talented roster offensively. <laughs> um, so I would, I wouldn't mind them. Um, I just think, you know, with the connections that kind of has, I think I would rather have him over Kafka. But again, if Kafka's the guy, he's the guy. Uh, I would 100% support any head coach that would be the Broncos head coach. But I think it would be uh, like a 1A, 1B situation for me between those two. Yeah, I. everybody talks about, you know, Brian Dable, Brian Dable, Brian Dable. And he is he's the coach of the year, in my opinion. But Mike Kafka deserves a lot of credit for what he did this year calling plays. So um, I like a lot from what I saw from them. And like you said, a very not talented offensive roster. Um, as well, and then obviously dating back to being the quarterbacks uh, coach there in Kansas City, um, seems like everybody you're pulling from the Andy Reid tree is finding success in some form or fashion. So, uh, I, I like Mike Kafka, uh, you know, amongst those three candidates personally. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for today's episode. Jordan, thank you so much for uh, taking your time out of your day to come on. You know, talk about the Broncos head coach search is really cool having you on here. If you guys uh, are on Twitter, make sure to follow Jordan at j22 Lopez with two Z's at the end. He writes for the Broncos on. Uh, you know, predominantly orange. Um, you know, with all the best writers uh, that we go and follow. If you want to, you know, see all his, uh, you know, cool articles. You know, he's had a few, few really good pieces. Uh, I really um, like that. Uh, you know, CEO uh, type coach uh, article and the one with D'Amico Ryan's as well is really good. Um, you know, they're they're always uh, dropping good articles over there on predominantly orange. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, I come back soon whenever you guys want. I'm always available, and uh, hopefully, we hear some news soon. Yeah, I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. 
Appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, as always, um, hopefully, we, like you said, we do get the right head coach for this team. Uh, uh, great episode today. If you guys are uh, watching on YouTube, make sure to hit a like, hit the like button, subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, make sure to follow, turn notifications on, so you never miss any of these uh, episodes with uh, writers, players, insiders, and everybody that's coming on. We got two Broncos players coming on within the next week or so. Going to be a really good episode to talk about, you know, the state of the team, and hopefully, we're uh, talking about uh, with this uh, with these Broncos players about their. Uh, their next head coach and what they think about them. So hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, This is your host, Amir, with my co-host, Jordan. Until the next one, peace. Peace.